systems thinking, you need to do good sensing. For systems thinking, I mean, by systems thinking, I mean, building a robot not only requires a good muscle, it also requires some way of perceiving the world. And that means the muscle itself needs to know about its own state. We would call that like the proper reception of the robot. And it also needs to be able to perceive the surrounding worlds through contact, through vision, and through sensing other modalities such as, let's say, heat. And those modalities, they all need to be captured with your robot. So we do have people in the group, at least in my group, and I know soft roboticists in the world, they are very interested in this question is, how do you integrate a sensor? What sensor modality to use? How many of them do you need in a single muscle? Or maybe you don't even put them into a muscle, you put them somewhere else in your robotic structure. And then what like accuracy does this muscle, this sensor need in order to reproduce the, the overall state of your robot? So those questions are super important. And as a roboticist, you're looking into them. As a material scientist, you may be not. You may be just focused on the material for a muscle, or you may be just focused on the material for a sensor. But as a roboticist, you're bringing those two things together. And that's actually what I find most exciting about robotics to begin with, is that we allow it to have a good excuse to play with multiple interesting technologies to build one intelligent system. Mm -hmm. Interesting, yeah. Maybe also for redundancy, for actuation, because I think an also interesting part about how you make sure there's redundancy and if there is failure or damage in a certain situation. How do you view redundancy in design here? Yeah, so very good question. Like I haven't seen much robots being published that had a lot of redundancy to them because the current state of research typically ends up in you build a robot that can do something for a couple of minutes or maybe sometimes even only seconds. And so the question of redundancy and therefore the question of, I would say, robustness is not quite uh, a main topic. But actually, like if you think of a robot that is actually realistic to be used in real life and to be applicable to many situations, it needs to be redundant in its actuation and in its sensing, right? So if one sensor breaks, the other sensor somewhat needs to still be able to recover the state of the robot. So when you're designing not only your muscles, but you're also designing your patterning of your sensors in your robots, let's think of, let's say, think of an arm with its biceps and its triceps, and you put muscles in there, and you want to have that arm move up and down through the actuation of those two muscles. You want to build in sensors that even if one of them rips because you have overstrained your your arm setup, you still want to sense something. And the human is the same case. Like it, it will not just because it gets hurt suddenly not sense its arm anymore. It might not sense it as well anymore, but it can still overall reconstruct. And I do think one thing we need to always keep in mind is for this internal model that the humans build up over our own body. It's not just the sensing that we have, but we also have sort of like an a, a model a model of our body overall and with these few sensor nodes that we put onto our body we can reconstruct the full motion of the arm 